Welcome to Being Bold, the show that talks about business development. Hi, I'm Cecilia Hageman-Younger, and today I'm talking with Sammy Ellard-King from Up the Games, a financial freedom and personal finance company. Welcome, Sammy. Hi, thanks for having me on. I'm glad to have you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Up the Games? Yeah, so Up the Games um, is a relatively new business, just under a year. Um, we are a financial freedom, personal finance, one-stop shop where you can come and learn about investing, budgeting, saving, personal finance. Um, you name it, we write about it. Um, so really, it is just kind of trying to change people's perception about finance. You know, we're not uh, a website laden with jargon or anything like that. We approach the topic in a really cool and fun way. And we try to talk to the people from the people, you know, not one of these big establishments that not necessarily care about that little guy. You know, they're just filling a, filling out a, a website. Now, we really care about our readers. And, you know, we talk about a lot of sort of personal life stories that we've gone through ourselves and and how that, that you know it gives them the belief that they can do these things too oh that's nice i read one of your article well, i read a couple but one of them was uh passive income how to develop passive income and yeah. i like the way it was written it was it was written it's like well you can do this or this and this like the sky's the limit but you just hone sure. on like the nine or ten different things that you can actually do to develop passive income and for me, it just it 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 said to me, yes, you can do this. Um, Absolutely. Which it was it was nicely written, I, and I think it just motivated me to just to uh, do something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the plan, you know. That's what we try and do. You know, I think it's really important when you're looking at passive income to do something that you love. Like what I try and tell our readers and, you know, people, a lot of people ask questions online and um, on email and they say, you know, how do I, how do I even go about it? There's so many, you're writing about so many. And I'm like, yeah, I am. But if you read what I say, then I actually only do two of them um because they're the ones that i really enjoy right like i yeah. I, I have a website at which i write about personal finance and i sell trainers you know that's <laughs> i have I, I, that's what i love doing you know the other ones i don't know if i would have the patience to do those types of things but other people might and they might have those skills that i don't have so what i tell our readers is to like write a list down of all the things you love doing and then mm. put like a value next to those things and then I guarantee you, as you're doing that list, you'll go, oh, that'd be good. And then you might find that that's something you can write about. You might find that's a freelance skill that you have that another business will look for. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some websites like Fiverr and Upwork these days you can go and freelance on for uh, whatever value you set yourself uh, of being. So I think it's a really cool way of looking at making a little bit extra, even if it's a, you know, a few few pounds here and there a few dollars yes. here and there yeah. and um now i know why there was a section about sell trainers because yeah. that one just was out of the blue for me <laughs> yeah i threw it in there because it was personal experience right so it's cool there's i really enjoyed doing it it's actually a friend that put me onto it um, uh -huh. and he always used to turn up in all these really crazy funky rare trainers i'm like well, where did you get those from and he's like hey download this app um, it's called heat movement um, uh -huh. and you can go on there and you get alerts when you get uh, like say the new Jordans come out 
and they're oh. on they're on price for what Nike prices a pair of trainers, which is like say a hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you buy them, and then you they obviously they fly out of stock, so you buy a couple of pairs, and then you wait. And then two weeks later, they double the price. Happy days, right? So it's 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 really fun. And sometimes you end up keeping a few because hey, why not? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, what inspired you to to develop your company? Well, I've been working in hospitality for twelve years. You know, I was um, I was one of the youngest heads of marketing in the industry at twenty five, and I've gone on to co-found a business with a really close friend of mine that we've worked together for years in different companies. Um, and as much as hospitality is fantastic, I I love it. I'm a big music fan. We we one of our venues is a music venue, so we you know I'm, it, it tickles ticks a lot of boxes for me. But I found that I kind of got into my thirties and. You know, I wasn't enjoying, say, partying as much as uh, I used to. Uh, you know, I, I own my own house now. i got a dog. I'm settling down a touch, right? So I was, like, getting to that point, And I just found that, like, it wasn't fulfilling enough for me. Like, it wasn't filling that hole like it used to fill for me. You know? oh. I was... I had this, I've been investing for years and years and years and I've set my family up and I've set my, you know, their, their friends up as well. And then my friends and their friends of friends. And then during the pandemic, it was really interesting. So um, I had nothing to do. So I started messaging all the people that I'd sort of set up and I was like, Hey, I'm going to put this WhatsApp to go group together. Do you want to join? And everyone said yes. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Like maybe people just need something to do. Um, but soon it grew so big that like, uh, I couldn't actually fit any more people in the WhatsApp group. So it hit the limit. Oh. So it was like 246 people in the group and it just oh. was like, my phone was just going off and off and off. And I was just thinking, well, the questions that these types of people are asking, I know the answers to them and I'm giving the advice. And when I look up the advice on the internet, I was reading articles and I was thinking, Hey, like that's not well-written. Like that's speaking to someone like they're a piece of dirt on your shoe in some cases. Like, you know, there's these big investing websites, you know, we're the high power. And I wanted to take that away. So I thought, Hey, there's a business here because you know, I don't want to read this. So if I don't want to read this, then definitely all the people in my group don't want to read this. And I started speaking to a lot of the people and they were like, yeah, no, you know, there's nowhere like this. Like we try to find stuff and cool things to read that um, inspire us to, to do these things. Um, but we can't find anything that we really like. So I wanted to create that household brand, um, which, which, um, which uh, you know, for me, changing someone's life financially Mm-hmm. is will last with me forever even if that's one person you know I've already my sister's already a really great case study for me you know she <laughs> saved up a, a house deposit she started six years ago she's now got a house deposit from her investments so like oh. uh, those things live deep within me uh-huh. um, and you know sending home someone drunk from one of our venues is fun for a day, but it doesn't last for longer than 24 hours, right? You have those memories. So for me, that's that's why I'm doing this. It's about changing and like filling that deep hole within me, I think. So yeah. Yeah. And it's it's more about meaning. It's what's giving you meaning now. Um exactly. and, which is actually really awesome, just because um you're just looking at what you are really, how you're built or how, what, 
what payoffs you want in a business. And that mm-hmm. drives what you're doing, which is great. And I think more people should do that because they would be more fulfilled in what they're doing. And I think this time, um, just globally, more people are doing that. They're venturing out to do things. I know in the, in the yeah. U.S., we are a country that's built on small businesses, so mm-hmm. um, which is really great. And and you're filling this gap that you found through just your friends, which actually when you stumble upon that, that just, to me, that just, um, it inspires me. It motivates me to go on and do things because you, you can actually see people changing and then they want your exactly. product. Yeah. So that's, that's very cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what me. are some of the challenges that you have? Challenges I have uh, is, you know, it's a saturated industry. You know, there's a lot of websites out there, right? So mm-hmm. even to cut through uh, is challenging. You know, I've got to write a lot of content and it's got to be better than some of the biggest players in the, the industry for me to cut through. Um, but luckily, you know, I've had 12 years in marketing. <laughs> I am leaning on some good experience, hopefully, right? So um you know i'm i'm backing myself um and i think that's really really important you know the main ethos around this is that financial education right because you know i believe it's six states in the us only have that as part of their school curriculum in mm-hmm. the uk we do not have it as part of our school curriculum which actually is outstanding when you uh, outstanding when you look at it like from the outside that we're sending our children off out into the world with absolutely zero financial literacy and then expecting them to do well. Well, often the case is they don't, they turn the other way and they tend to drink drugs or, or, or alcohol or some form of addiction, right? Because mm-hmm. that's their way out. Whereas if you would have yeah. given them the tools in school to believe in themselves and invest in themselves financially, then perhaps they would turn out a completely different uh, different way and it would give them a pathway out of, of poverty or, or, or difficult situations. So um for me it's really really important that we try and change that and i think that will be the next mission for me once we've sort of broke a good readership i'll be going after legislation <laughs> in the uk and trying to get some mps ruffled up and talking about financial literacy so that that will be my my next my next challenge why not start at the local level uh, and and just work with a school to develop a curriculum or do something with the kids uh, outside of school, like a club, um, that's 100%. extracurricular. Yeah. Um, and, and, but then I'm also not sure about the, the culture. No, absolutely. Yeah. I'm blessed that my neighbor is, um, the CEO of the children's society. Uh-huh. Um, so he, there's a really big charity here in the UK and they help children of all different shapes and sizes. They're absolutely incredible, but right the way up to the ages of 18 as well. So it's anyone with sort of a little bit of a, of a tough background, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had this conversation actually last week about this and um, he's going to try and get me onto a couple of programs. So I'm going to develop a few little programs for them, which would be really like, that would, that would be amazing. And um, so yeah. that's, a, that's a good start. So yeah, you're, yeah. you're right. Yeah. And, and thinking about curriculum development um, yeah. just for all of your, the workbooks that you may need or would want to take so kids can take it home because when kids get it, they have to educate their parents. 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> so it's kind going of a... the other way. <laughs> yeah. Yes, have that cycle within the home so that uh, oh, the yeah. adults it's become just... more financially literate as well. Hundred percent. You know, my mom's oh. constantly asking me now. She's like, "Hey, you know, how do I do this like drop shipping thing? It sounds awesome. Like, I've got a bit of time on my hands." I'm like, "Okay, mom. Like, you can barely turn on Zoom with the camera the right way. So, I'm not sure this one's for you. But let's get you into something else." So, um, yes, yeah, you know. But I, I love it. It's nice having these conversations with your mom and dad for sure. Oh, oh, yes, yeah. They are. It's they're interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say the least. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about some of the mistakes that you've made. Like, what's your biggest mistake and how did you recover from it? Um, So this story actually starts with me deep in debt. Like, I know that this has been told a thousand times before, but it has. It was for me. You know, I was... I came out of university and this is back to where this all stems from that financial literacy and education conversation because my parents did not have or did not teach me the value of a pound or a dollar. Um, And so I left university thinking, you know, hey, you know, I'm a big shot here. You know, I was doing well at work, but I was spending everything I had and getting deeper and deeper into debt just to kind of fund a lifestyle that actually wasn't really what who I was. Um, You know, I was keeping up appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got myself into, it was probably the equivalent of about $30,000 worth of debt. Um, and so, and I had no way out and it was getting worse and worse and worse. You know, interest was growing. I was then taking out debt to fund debt and it was getting bad. And I had a really bad relationship with money. I just spent everything I could. Yeah. I looked great. But I was, I was there, it was terrible. Um, uh, not yeah. good for long term. Um, but I've got a really good group of friends um, and, you know, they're all very entrepreneurial themselves, you know, and they work uh, and a couple of them have done very, very well. And a close friend of mine sat me down and he knew my situation. And I sort of divulged a little bit to him on on a, on a, on, a, on an evening um, and, uh, you know, he really sat me down and changed my way of thinking um, and yeah told me something that will last with me forever. And it really kind of, he said to me, how much do you spend a year? And I told him the amount. And he said, "What? What? when do you want to retire? And I said, oh, I want to retire as, as you know, late 50s maybe. And he said, well, you're likely to live 30 more years from that. So times that amount of years by that, that number and tell me what that number is. Have you got that number? And I went, no. And he went, well then. And I went, oh God. I was <laughs> like, okay, how? I like, and that was it for me. I just my mind just went off, and it really set me off. And I was like, right, let's go. And I was like, so I really, really went for it. And I took courses, I read books, uh, self development books, investing books, uh-huh. um, and uh, kind of literally just step by step, day by day, turned it around. And uh, and here we are today. So wow. it's quite cool how long did it take to turn around so i got out of debt in just uh just over 24 months or 26 months it took me um wow. so i i went i went hard on it i lived 
I basically lived like a complete, I cut myself off basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I kept, uh, I kept a few things that I did, but the thing is I worked in the industry. So the good thing for me is if I did actually want a drink, I didn't pay for it really anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. Uh, you know, it wasn't the end of the world for me. Um, but yeah, no, I just started being smarter with everything. So 26 months it took me, I, I moved back home for a few wow. months um, uh-huh. and, you know, live rent free. Um, and then I stayed with friends for three, four months. I moved in with um, my mother and my father were separated. So I lived with my father for a bit, then my mother for a bit. So I just used everything I could and all that money that was going into rent just paid off the debt. Um, and, it, and it worked. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So well, congratulations. Thank you. The, thank you. Because that is hard. It's admirable. And I don't think that a lot of people realize when we leave our homes just really how to manage money how to manage credit and interest and Mm. our lifestyles and what we really want um and your story is a perfect example of it um yeah because i know like when i came out of uni i wish i had that forethought and actually just continued on with it but how what are your recommendations for people to continue because I know um I think when I got out of uni I took these courses and I was really good for 10 years but then I got married and something just changed after that um and it just wasn't I think it's because we had different philosophies and I adopted his which wasn't that good but what what are your thoughts about people continuing what to motivate and and how to continue to save and have a good relationship with money? Yeah, I so I I the first thing I suggest people doing is you know if you do have a tough relationship with money, let's face it, good percentage of us aren't the best right (laughs) like you know we like the finer things in life sometimes and that's just you know that's the way we look at things or perhaps you know you're you're struggling to make ends meet and that's fine you know there's there's no right or wrong to this situation everybody is different and everybody is unique and everybody can take from this thing I think exactly the same way um so what I did um was three bank accounts so mm-hmm. I have my everyday checking and that's, you know, your usage. Um, and then I have a savings account. But the one thing that I encourage people to do, because it starts something in your mind. You, so a lot of people need a, to flick a switch. Um, and so open a savings account like you would a normal account and get the credit card or the debit card come through the post. And the day it comes through, don't sign up for internet banking. Don't sign up for telephone banking. Take the credit card and go somewhere like the you know, monumental, the back garden, you know, the, the your bedroom upstairs by the window. Take a pair of scissors and cut the card in half. Uh-huh. Um, and then once you've done that, you've, you've then cut off apart from being able to go to the branch, any way of quickly taking out savings from that money, uh, for your, your savings. Mm. So you, you've then separated yourself and put a barrier to entry yeah. in place, but then you've monumentally cut this card in half, right? So you've got this moment that you've done. Wow. It really liberates you. So you're it like, does. right, yeah. 
let's go. Um, and then what I suggest, you know, the third savings account is like a high yielding savings account. And you put money in that you don't want to touch for, say, a couple of years, you know, utilize a higher interest rate, have a little search online, they're called high yielding savings account, they give you a percentage more, one, one or 1.5% more than you would mm-hmm. get in your normal savings account. And then every time you get paid, mm-hmm. you, um, sorry, the first thing you do is do a budget, by the way, before do do the budget uh so you know what's going into there so you've set yourself the amounts that's going into account one account two account three Uh the moment it comes in don't pay your rent don't pay your bills don't pay your credit card bill don't pay anything put the money that you say you're going to put into these two accounts into the two accounts first so it's called paying yourself first Uh um so you're paying yourself first and then you pay your bills and your rent. And then whatever you're left with, you keep in your checking account and that's your money, right? right? And you can use that money and enjoy that money. I really encourage people like go out with your friends, have fun, buy those mm-hmm. new trainers, buy that new hat you you caught your eye when you walk past that shop. Like that's your money. Like do we call it the live a little strategy. It's just live a little. Um, oh, so I like that. We, <laughs> yeah. We want people to enjoy it because it's about creating habit, right? Then right. if you can create that habit and you keep that up, then you, and there's some amazing features out there as well. So I use one of those, they're called roundup apps. So we, every time I spend, say, let's say I spend a dollar fifty in a shop, it rounds it up to two dollars for me, and that goes into that account that I can't touch. Oh, really? Yeah, it's super cool. Um, what what so is that app called again? It's, a, it's called a Roundup app. You oh, have okay. them in the US as well. There is um, uh, SoFi do it. Um, I don't know if you know SoFi. It's a I've heard a of digital it. Digital bank. They just sponsored the Ram Stadium in LA. Uh-huh. Super cool. Yeah, um, it is. It's mad in the in the ground. Wow. Um <laughs> the owner of those actually owned my football team here in the UK. So yeah, that's how I know that. But so far they're they're a bank that do this. So you, every you know, you're saving fifty cent per or twenty-five cents per purchase, right? Uh-huh. And over time it adds up so much and it adds up fast. And you can't access this money, right, without walking into the account and going, right. hey. I need my money or phoning them up and you've already to like, and you have to wait 15 minutes on the phone waiting was that, you know, so you like, it's, it's that barrier. You've created that moment. And if you really yeah. need it, you'll go and get it. Like if your, your roof blows off or you you crash your car, you know, go and mm-hmm. get the money out. It's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've, it's about create, you've already created that habit. Cause I know guarantee you the next month you'll get paid. You'll follow that habit again. Right. Um, so, so yeah, that's what we, 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 we suggest doing but I like the the visualization actually the not just the visualization that you're actually doing something and it creates a memory within you so yeah. that you're just like oh well you know what I did this for a reason and so to continue it and just having things done where you don't have to think about them it's just habit um, I think that is really the best way to to improve your relationship with money um, and sure. just to start your relationship with money uh, but so many times people just really fall off the, the wagon. Um, yeah, and don't beat yourself up if you do. Yeah. You know, don't. Yeah. Like, go back to square one. Yeah. And just then remind yourself why you're doing it again. You yeah. Know, that's that's always that's always what I, what I tell people, you know, you're going to have a couple of months here and there in the year where, 
hey, you're going to spend too much than you normally did it. It's just the way things are. Um, but don't beat yourself up about it. If you have one month off, then just get back on the wagon and keep going next month. That's true. And I think um, some people don't forgive themselves for it. And then they constantly drain that account instead of saying, no, let's stop. It's okay that, you know what, I had to pay for this or I took a little bit more out, don't want to do it again, yeah. and then just move forward. That's great. Um, and I love a live a little habit. Is that what it's called? The live, the live a little strategy, yeah. Live a little strategy. Yeah. Yes. yeah, live a little. Get out there, have some fun. Life's for living, man. Like we don't want to be cooped up here going, you must save and invest every single last penny because people won't listen. Like don't do that. Like give them the yeah. opportunity to have fun and mm-hmm. also improve their life while they're doing it. You know, yeah. it's self-development at the end of the day. So. Yes, no, I I love that. The tagline, live a little strategy. Um, and, and you're right because you always need to go out. If not, you're going to, I don't know. Mentally, I think you'll just get into a place where you're you're just going to explode. It's like I need to get out, um, and then you may go over your budget, um, way over your budget to compensate. <clears throat> so it's all yeah. everything's good in moderation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This was great fun. Um, I enjoyed your live a little strategy. <laughs> Thank you so much. And just seeing where you came from, because it inspires me um, as I have a little daughter to make her more uh, financially literate as she's growing up, although she's she's a tight wad with money. Um, <laughs> I wish I had that in me. I wish I did. <laughs> and I can't wait till your new curriculum comes out, the one that I'm making you to develop oh, so yeah. I can give it to no. her and oh, I can teach great. her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, for, I would suggest uh, doing something online like out school in financial literacy for kids. I think that would be a great way for you to explore that avenue on a global basis. Thank you. That's a really great idea. I will. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to have to give you a call if it when it comes out. Because <laughs> yes, do <laughs> you've got the copyright, so <laughs> it's recorded. So I have no way out. <laughs> but how can people get in touch with you? Um, so we're at upthegains.co.uk, or we're on Twitter and Instagram at upthegainsmoney. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn as well. If uh, people want to come say hi on there, I've got my personal profile and uh, Up The Gains profile too. Okay. Um, but we put out a monthly newsletter and we've just put out a new uh, book as well that we've written. So it's called How To Go About Investing Money. Um, I, I think I signed that. up for that one. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, really appreciate that. Cheers. Um, so, yeah, um, that's where we're at. Well, great. Um, and I'm going to get put all of your details into the description box so people can see it as well. Uh, thank but you. thank you, thank you. Um, I really appreciated you giving me more information about developing great habits. And thanks for listening to Being Bold. Love to hear from you. Uh, shoot me an email at Cecilia at beingboldanddriven.com or message me on Facebook or Twitter at Being Bold. 